end of Hebrews 12 for this series of messages. And I think it's just so beautiful how the Lord has already kind of spoken the message of of this passage in, in so many different ways. But it says this, Hebrews 12, 25, See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. And the him is God. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? We have to respond to the voice of God. We, we cannot ignore his voice. We cannot ignore what he's saying to us. Whether that's in a gathering, whether that's on Tuesday afternoon, we, we cannot. It says when they spoke from earth, it was, it was binding, so to speak. It was, it was important, but, but how much more when, when, when God himself, speak, when he's speaking from heaven, I feel like there's just a theme where the Lord is saying, will, will you listen to me? Will, will you respond to me this morning? And he, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a hard, it's not a, a punishment like somebody said. It's an invitation. It's an invitation to look, I'm, I'm speaking to you. I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm, I'm wanting things in your life. I'm wanting to, to say things to you. Will, will you. will you receive or will you refuse? We've got two choices. We can receive or we can refuse. And I don't know if there's just, you know, I, I believe this is for all of us, but I don't know if there's just somebody in here. You, you've just been running from God. You've been running from the Lord. And you know he's, he's, you know he's speaking to you. I don't know who it is. He's not highlighting you with a light on your head or anything like that. I don't know if that's one person or a few of us here or all of us, but he's wanting you to stop running. He's speaking to you today. He's using people. That's how he speaks a lot of the time, but he's also, he's speaking in your heart. See to it that you don't refuse him who speaks. says at that time his voice shook the earth that's we talked about that last week that when God came down on the mountain in the Old Testament Exodus with Moses it says and his voice shook the earth but now he is promised once more I will shake not only the earth but also the heavens this is a promise of God the words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. You may wonder, like, why, God, why is all this stuff happening in my life? Well, he wants to get rid of the stuff that can be shaken. Anything that's not going to last, he's got to shake it out of our lives sometimes. Sometimes. 
You don't get it shaken out of your life when you're laying on the beach on vacation. Right? I mean, that, that doesn't like getting your attention usually, right? It's just for you. No, this is great. This is relaxing. This is refreshing. I'm not saying we don't take those times. I'm just saying that when somebody wants to get your attention, sometimes they just need to go, hey, what are you doing? Where are you going? What's going on? You know, the whole earth has been in a season of shaking for the last several years. Because God's wanted to, you know, maybe God, God's not sending everything, just like Tommy said. It's like, just because there's a storm doesn't mean that it's from God. This world has been messed up. And so God's, you know, Jesus came back and won the authority, of course. He now has that authority. He now has the power that the devil was trying to give him. But he won it on the cross the right way by submitting to his father. But it says now he's seated with all authority in heaven on earth and under the earth. Because humans were put in charge of the earth. Anyway, we gave it away, but then a man, the man Jesus Christ, 100% man, 100% God came and won it back, and now he's, he's releasing everything from his heart and his kingdom into the earth. So, But everything that can be shaken, everything that's not going to last, he wants to shake out of his life because it's good. He's good. God, why is there a shaking? He's like, I, this stuff's not going to last. This is not going to carry you through if you hold on to this thing that's not eternal, that's not from me. It's not going to last. You know, I grew up in California. Sorry to disappoint you. If that is a disappointment. (laughs) We had earthquakes in California. I've been through all kinds of earthquakes. Earthquakes are kind of kind of crazy. I mean, you know, we had those those little ones around here in Midland. Did you all hear that story where like they were illegally using explosives out here north of town to to try to get to the, the oil or something? I don't know what. It, but they were they were blowing up stuff, and they they figured out that all the earthquakes originated from the same spot. <laughs> Did you all hear that? That was pretty interesting. But we'd have like a you know a three point five earthquake. We'd be on the second story, and we go, we'd be like, man, did something just hit the house? But let me tell you, when you're like in a 6.7, you know it. You don't know, did something hit the house? Because the whole house is shaking. I know I've told this before through the 15 years here, some of you. You get repeats when you're here for a long time, right? <laughs> it's just part of the deal. It's part of being a part of the family. Just like Uncle, uncle whoever who talks about the same thing every time you see him, you're like... I've heard that story, brother. <laughs> I mean, one of, my, one of my most stark memories is when my mom's parents, my grandparents, were visiting from North Carolina. Grew up in a town of a thousand people in North Carolina and hardly ever left. And somehow their daughter ends up married to a guy from California and moves them over there. And they come to visit. And in the middle of the night... We have an earthquake. Because <laughs> God has a sense of humor. <laughs> See, this freaks these people out. And all I remember, my mom was just, she, we woke up and she's like, 
get in the doorway, get in the doorway. Because if you don't know, since you're in Texas, you don't know. The safest place to be in an earthquake is in a doorway because the door frame is the most you know, built out place in your house, away from a window. So you get in the door, if you're in an earthquake, just FYI, get in the doorway away from the window. But the whole house shakes. Thank you for still playing. The whole house shakes. And anything that's not secure is going to fall down. I mean, some of the more serious ones, of course, you've got, you know, freeways collapsing. I mean, that doesn't freak out. My wife doesn't like to drive on those overpasses. Imagine if she was in California. It's like, they could fall down. No, they really could. <laughs> if, they, if it shakes enough, they'll fall down. Because anything that can be shaken will be. And an earthquake's going to bring out what is really built to last, what is really going to carry on through all eternity. So embrace the shaking in your life. If there's a shaking going on, it's good. It's going to get rid of the stuff that really isn't going to last. It's not going to carry you through. I guess I'm kind of just preaching real quick here. But therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, aren't you so glad? that Jesus never gets shaken up. He's never shaken. That God's never like, oh, I didn't see that coming. As he's, never, he does, he's never at a loss for words. He's never confused. He's never fearful or concerned. He's never, he's never worried. He doesn't have any anxiety. No anxiety issues for God. Since we're receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, look what we do. Let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. You know, no matter how scary something is on earth, it's not more other than God. It's not more holy than God. It's not more powerful than the Lord. Like there's, there, you know, if we want to we wanna hold the highest being at the highest place is, hey, God's a consuming fire. Man, he's, he's not messing around. If he speaks, I better listen. I need to, I, what some of these brothers said, I need to quit messing around with the, with the world and the splendor and all this stuff, whatever's going on. Why, why, why is that so attractive when God's God? Let us worship God acceptably. You know, we don't, we don't get to define worship. God does. I don't get to decide how it's acceptable to worship God. He does. If you ever complain about worship and it starts with I, you're already off. Well, Lord, I don't, 
I don't really want to do that, Lord. Thanks for letting me know. Thanks for the information. Worship is not I. <laughs> Unless it's I surrender. Because then it's like, I, I'm, just, I'm just laying before you, Lord. So man, God's been speaking to us today. We've, we've been hearing a voice from heaven. And there's been a theme that's been going over again. And it's, it's much of what's in this, in this passage that we were going to read and, and I was going to preach on. See, he's calling right now. It's not just Beto who has your number, right? <laughs> or Abbott or all these other people who've got my cell phone number now and they think, and they think my name is Ashley. So God doesn't have to get you on the cell phone. He doesn't have to come impersonally. Where you're like, who's this? How'd they get my number? You know, I got a text the other day. Hey, Jonathan, how are you? I'm like, I'm not replying to you, so I delete it. So then I get a text the next day. I don't know if it's the same number or not because I just deleted it. I didn't block it, but uh, I guess I should learn how to use a phone. But um, hey, how's that? I, I haven't heard from you, so... Isn't technology just crazy? But when God speaks to us, it's not impersonal. It's not a not a cold call. It's not a it's not a cheap bought message. It's like a it's like a message of love. It's covered in the blood of Jesus. It says, I love you, and I'm talking to you. Won't you listen? I don't want to refuse that voice. I don't want to refuse that voice. God, help us not refuse your voice in our lives. So, Lord, we just, we thank you for the message you've given us this morning. We thank you for speaking to us, God. And we, we just declare, Lord, I declare for anybody who's been running from you right now, Lord, they'll come home today. If that's you that's running, I invite you just to say, God, I am coming home to you. Jesus, I come home to you as my Savior. Jesus, I'm coming, I'm coming back to you. Father, I thank you for those who've been in the shaking season, God. We, we, we thank you for that, even though it's not fun. We thank you that we can stand under the doorway of the cross. We can stand under the doorway of the cross that's covered with the blood of Jesus that protects us in the midst of the shaking. The house may be shaken, but I won't be destroyed. Thank you, Lord, for removing the things that are not going to last in our lives. 
those things that we hold on to, that we think are so dear, but you know are worthless. They're not going to last. Thank you that you're so good that you'll shake us up to get rid of those things so that we can hold on to what you're giving us, your kingdom that cannot be shaken. A place in heaven that cannot be stolen from us. Uh, a relationship with God that is unhindered. Thank you for calling us home. Jesus, you're so good. So we thank you and we just worship you today, God. Oh, we worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. your name today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you, need, if you want specific prayer, if one, of those, if one of these words is for you, hey, don't, don't just leave. Don't just get up and leave. If you need someone to pray for you, if you're like, man, I, this, is, this is for me today, and I just need you to, to agree with me in prayer, come on up here. Some of us leaders will pray over you today. There'll be several of us up here. And, um, but hear the voice of God in your life today. Thank you if you're a guest for being here, but man, God was speaking to you today. There's, it's not an accident you were here today. Every single one of you. So, if you need to go, be blessed. There are children to be picked up, I know. And they're probably about ready to be picked up. So, uh, if, you're do, if you are hosting a lighthouse, I think we're going to try to get you some stuff. So, if you can hang around for a few minutes, we'll try to get you your supplies. Thank you, Jesus.